0: We're going to start a new series today, and it's called uh, Finding Beauty in Diversity. Finding Beauty in Diversity. Just look around this room, and you'll see all kinds of colors, shapes, sizes, ages, uh, economic uh, levels. They're all different types of people. But it's hard to get along. Can I get amen? Yes. You know Why? Because you guys should think like me. That's what we often think. And today I want to talk about kind of like why diversity actually tends to cause division rather than what it should cause. Uh, We'll talk about those benefits and things in the the future. But why does it cause division? What happens? Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, it says, so from now on, and they're talking about people who are believers, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though once we regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. Uh, uh, the, the, the new creation has come. The old is gone, and the new is here. So the Bible says that when we come to Christ, we aren't supposed to look the way people normally look at Diversity. We're supposed to look at people differently. Like the world, you know, we we look at people rich and poor, white and black, or yellow, or red, or whatever color you are if you've been in the sun too long. You know, uh, you know, we look at old and young. We look at Westerners and Easterners. We look at, we have religious lines. We have, you know, racial lines, social lines, country lines, lifestyle lines, uh, even languages, formal and informal languages. We have all of these differences, and, and that's the way the world looks at them. And from those differences, we get like these untruths. Come on. I see this uh, all over. And one of the untruths is like the rich are blessed and those who don't have money are not. That's an untruth. That is an untruth. That is not true. Or the richer happy. You know, even when I say, you know, uh, money won't make you happy. Everybody says in their mind, yes, that's true. Money does not make you happy. But everybody in their mind also says, but a little bit more than I have right now will help. Because right away, because we have that, those those are all mistruths. Uh, And we say, you know, the old ways are no good. The new ways are come. I mean, I I like what what Pastor Victor did in the first gathering. He played a, a heavy metal worship song. I love that. You know that song? It uh, was, was an old song. Uh, On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. It's a hymn, right? And I remember one time uh, back in the States, uh, this, this, we were doing like kind of, what do you want to sing? And this elderly lady said, old oh, rugged cross. And my friend and I had done a heavy metal version of that. On a hill far away stood an old, you know, And like we sang it that way. And she cried. She said, I love you, Pastor Don, but I don't like the way you did that song. You know, we have song choices and we say these are right and these are wrong. I mean, I heard one time a a preacher come up and say, you know, rock and roll was of the devil and then he played honky tonk. You know, it's just styles, but but we allow these things to cause us to be different, you know, to bring these differences and they, they bring division. But in the Old Testament, I mean, like in the Bible times, it wasn't any different. Slave and free, clean and unclean, Jew and Gentile. We we just know how to draw lines. Pentecostals, Protestants, Catholics. I mean, we we have it. You know, I I always joke there's a lot of gays in the churches in in Indonesia. Did you know that? There's a lot of gays. Gay S.J.R., Gay Bay E., Gay Bay Day. You know? I don't know how many, I mean, there's so many gays. We just learned of a new one just, just last week. I was like, I never heard that one, that gay. I never heard that gay before. You know, there, there's all kinds of, you know, and, 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 and we, we divide by that. We divide. We, we have divisions over that. You know, and Jesus said what? A kingdom divided against itself shall fall. And so we wonder why the church is not, uh, you know, why the church is not, uh, you know, triumphant and glorious. And a lot of reasons is because we have these uh, divisions and we allow these divisions, these diversity, which is nothing wrong with diversity. We allow them to cause division. You know, when you look in in Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1, I mean, God was the first one to divide things. He says, I divide the land, you know, from the sea, the, the darkness from the light. He did all these divisions, right? But notice what how they worked. A lot different than the way we look at it. Because when he divided the, the land from the sea, they still kind of overlap. And they flow. You know, it's not, it's not dark one minute and light the next. It goes through a process. And there's, there's a blending. There's a harmony. There's a, there's, a, there's a flow to even the differences. And then when he created... Uh, man he created them both male and female so right away he made two different and what's the first thing he told them get together be one that's the first thing he told man to do he said get together what are you doing be fruitful multiply all that stuff and so I want to kind of talk today about how or why diversity causes division now, when I, was, I, I, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of sports. Basketball, I love basketball. And we would go down and play streetball all the time. My friends would go down. I, I have to laugh. I've got to tell you this. This is kind of funny. So, like, I, I was, it was a bunch of white guys, like five white guys, me and four other guys, right? We'd go down and play basketball. We'd go to the streets. And in the streets, it was a lot of black guys, you know. And I'll never forget the first time we walked down the court. We said, all right, we'll play you guys. And my friend looked at me. He goes, so who, because, you know, back then you, you like, you do shirts and skins. That's how you know what team you're on. And he goes, he, he looks at everybody. He goes, so who's going to be shirts and who's going to be skin? I said, Sean, they're black. We're white. We don't need that. <laughs> but I'll never forget. I, I, I'll tell you, this happened so many times that I would be playing basketball. And we played pretty intense sports. We love, I love playing intense and, you, you guys know that, you know, when I get into a game, I get serious. And, and so here we are. But I'll tell you, I can tell you so many times when, 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 when the struggle got going and I looked across and I saw the other team fighting with each other, I knew we would win. Right away, I knew we would win. Once I started seeing them start arguing, you know, who's got the ball? Why aren't you passing to me? How come you didn't pick up the guy on defense? And they started arguing. I'm like, we got this game. It's over. Because once division starts setting in to this area of diversity, you will see everything crumble and you will never win. And see, when they were fighting each other, they were forgetting the number one thing. And this is one of the reasons why we have division rather than harmony. Is in the group of diversity, one of the things that happens is we forget who the enemy is. See, in basketball, we were the enemy against that team. And they were fighting each other. They forgot who they were fighting. And in in, in the church, in the the Christian community, we forget who the enemy is. If you don't know who the enemy is, I will tell you who the enemy is. He has come to steal, kill, kill, and destroy. And he's not worried about the earth. He wants to destroy you. He has come to kill you. He wants you in the deepest, darkest hell. He wants to destroy every one of you. As a matter of fact, I would even say that if you're a believer, he hates you even more. And, this, and, 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 the, and, the, and the, the target that he has is you. And the target is that he has is Kalian. It's we. He has that, we are his target, and he is the enemy. And, and he wants to kill us. He wants to divide us. He wants to separate us. He wants to steal the beauty that God gave to us. He wants to replace this beautiful uh, uh, array of colors and differences that we have. That's uh, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll talk about that in a couple of weeks, how beautiful and how much advantage we have over many, many other places. Here, right here in ICC-IFGF. He wants to replace that beauty and that, 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 that benefit with division. That's what he wants. That's what he wants to do. Bible says, for we fight not against flesh and blood. So we fight not against flesh and blood. Human beings, that's what that says. That's what that means. We fight not against flesh flesh and blood. That means we fight not against or our fight is not against human beings. But it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Our fight is against the evil one. Not against people. And how easily we forget this. You know, there's a scene. I, I looked it up, and it, you know, it doesn't take too long to throw up on the screen and everything. But I, as soon as I even wrote this, I thought of this. You know, I, I like Star Wars. I don't like the, the recent ones, but the old ones I do. And, and, and I think it was one of the first ones. Luke Skywalker. He comes in, and, and there's his father, you know, Darth Vader, and then there's the evil one. He's really the evil one, right? The, the king guy. I don't even know his name. Did they even say what his name is? What is it? Yeah, that guy there, Dark Sidious or whatever his name is, right? He's the guy, right? Right? And all of a sudden, you know, Luke's getting upset, you know, you know, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden he starts fighting his dad. And if you listen to that scene, what you hear that guy saying, the evil one, right, saying, there's a real Star Wars fan right there, you hear, yes, Luke.
1: Let your anger rise.
0: Let your 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 bitterness rise. Let your hatred rise. Why? Because that's what he wants in you. Against and he's fighting his father. That's what he wants. You know, that's what's happening. Oh, all right. Why not? What the heck? That's what's happening. That's what's happening in your home when you two guys start fighting. He's going, yes, Johnson, get mad at your wife. Yes, let the anger rise. Say things that will hurt her. We laugh about it, but it's absolutely true. And we fight each other. The war is not against each other. We've got to recognize that. We've got to realize that. So that's just like the basketball team fighting and I'm like, "Yes! Let the anger rise. Cuz I'm going to win." Our All right, I'm going to get off. I'll stay on top. Okay. All right, let me let me let me let me let me just give you a quick hint for for relationships I say this to all the couples that I, that, I, that I talk about, that I talk to about conflict resolution, and we can do this with differences as well, okay? When we have differences, right, what happens is we, 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 when we get in a fight, what we do is, let's say there's another person right here. What we do is we put the problem between us, and we fight. And the problem is in between us, and that's dividing us. But what you got to do is you take the problem, and you put it in front, and you stand next to each other and go, okay, how do we... What do, we, what, do we, what, what do we do about this? And we explore the problem. Now we're on the same side of the table. Now we're fighting the right battle. We've seen division over the last few years. We've seen it happen so drastically. It sits in front of me. As I, as I stand here, I can see. Not that there's division, but there's definitely differences. There's differences of opinion differences of thought and instead of allowing those things to divide us why don't we just explore them you know james he he thinks different than me you know excuse me you understand james he's weird hey <laughs> okay? but he's looking at me going he's weird James, why do you do that? I don't understand why you're doing that. Instead of like looking at him and saying he's weird and saying he's wrong, we need to put it out there and say, James, why do you think that way? Maybe I can learn something. Number two, we forget who the enemy is and second thing is we, we forget our cause, our reason for being. Now, If you've been in ICC, IFGF long enough, you know our reason for being. Our reason for being is to set people free in Jesus. That's our reason for being. That's our cause. That's what our cause is. You know, know, Moses was called to what? Set his people free. That's what your cause is. Your cause is to set people free. Matthew chapter 28, we read it all the time. Go and make disciples of all nations. That's the cause. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them that what they do is wrong and they should change and we should criticize them. That's not what it says. It's just that they should go and, and follow Jesus is basically what it says. Acts chapter 1, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And that way you can discern what people are doing wrong. No, it doesn't say that. It says, and you will be my witnesses. You're supposed to be witnesses. Think about the reputation of Christendom. You know, what, what, like, what's the rep, what is our reputation? Like, when someone talks about us, most of the time, what happens is we, we're known for what we're against. Oh, they're against this. Oh, they're against that. Oh, they're against this. Oh, they don't, they don't like this. Oh, they're always condemning this, you know. And, and then we got people that, like, tell me, tell me, tell me this is going to set I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble, but I'll, so what. Okay. So they got the gay pride parade, okay? Now, uh, you know, and you got people standing there going, all gays are going to go to hell. I don't think that's going to set them free. I just don't. I think there's other ways that we can talk and learn and grow and love. Don't misquote me on what I just said. I can hear it now. I can hear it now. Pastor said. You know how many times people say pastor said, and I go, I know I didn't say that. I know I didn't say that. I, I even go back and listen to make sure I didn't say it. But they're against this. They judge. We're known. We're judgmental people. That, wouldn't it be nice if we were known for what we're for more than what we're against? Wouldn't it be nice if if we were known for people that love people, that help people, that serve people, that honor people, that care for people? Wouldn't it be nice if we were known for that kind of thing? People who give and help each other out when they're in need, who who, uh, walk alongside people who are in trouble for a long time trying to help. Wouldn't it be nice if that was, that's the reputation that I want. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to be that kind of people. He wants us to be known for the cause, not for what we're against. So we forget, you know, we forget what the cause is. And and so when we start realizing what the cause is, we realize that that our gossip is is not going to help our cause. Our criticism is not going to set people free. That gifts... Over gossip are better, that that caring over criticism is better, that giving over getting is better, that loving over listening, over lusting is better. That you know, these are the kind of things that God wants us to be part of, to be part of the cause, to remember that's our cause. When we do, you know what? It don't matter what color you are. It don't matter it doesn't matter at all because we're bound together to set people free that's why you know war it's so funny how war you my, my my father-in-law when he was alive he all his life he he was in a he was in the war and 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 he used to have all the names of all his unit on a list and he would Reference that lift, and then when someone, one of his, one of his unit died, he would cross them off. He remembered them. He was so close to them. Why? Because they were fighting together, man. They couldn't fight each other, man. They were, they were, they got bullets flying over their head. They got no time to worry about whether the guy next to them is white, black, yellow, red. They don't care. I got your back. You got mine. Number three. This one is a big one. When we think that only my way is the right way. And when we think that only my way is the right way, division starts happening. Um, In America, there's a phrase, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I mean, I don't know. This just means there's more than one way to do something. There's more than one way. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it says, My brothers and sisters, some of you uh, uh, from the household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What, this, w- w- uh, what I mean is this. One says, I follow Paul. The other one says, I follow Apollos. The other one follows Cyprus, Still another says, uh, you know, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Now, the interesting thing, I don't have a lot of time to talk about this, but the interesting thing about there is he's not rebuking them for following one of them. He's not. Everybody's going to, you know, some of you guys like Stephen Verdict. Some of you guys like, uh, I don't know, somebody else. You know, Joseph Prince or somebody like somebody else. You know, whatever. Everybody likes somebody different. And, and, and they tend to value what that person talks about more than they value what the other person. That's okay. But when you say, my way is the right way. And your way is not the right way. And I'm not talking about following Jesus. I'm talking about these foolish things about how, like, you know, you cook something or how you handshake or, you know, whether you wear your, your, your ring finger on the right hand or left. These are all these little foolish differences. and Those aren't big arguments. But we argue about things like that. And we think my way is the right way. But there's more than one way. There's more than one way. And, and we have to start getting to that point. Um, you know, there's two words. I like this. There's two words. United and untied. Is that the two words I have? United. Put those up. And what's the other word? Go back. And then go forward. So there's united and untied. Just depends on where you put the I. Where you position your eye will determine whether you have unity or you have division. Where you put your eye, me, I. Where you put that will be where whether there's going to be unity or division. When you put it first, when you say I am the way, I am the uh, my way is the better way. My way is the right way. My way. When we do that, you're putting the eye in the wrong place and I guarantee you you'll have division. Guaranteed. God doesn't want that. A matter of fact, when we put our identity before Christ, in that verse that I just read earlier in, in 1 Corinthians, it says, Paul says this, I fear for, for the cross of Christ will lose its power. When we put identity first over Christ, we will lose the power of Christ. You know. Jesus says this really interesting verse. He says, says, if they're not against us, they're for us. I mean, and and, and think about the way you look at churches, other churches, right, wrong, you know, they're the wrong way or, you know, they're missing this. If they're not against us, they're for us. We're on the same side. Let's be on the same side. What are we doing? When we put cultural values ahead of what what, what God is valuing, this is where division sets in. We do this all the time. We've got to stop. I'm, I'm running out of time, so I'll just go to number four. So we forget who the enemy is. We forget the cause, we think my way is the only way, or the right way, everyone else is the wrong way. And then, the last one, we forget who's boss. We forget who's king. Are you king? Nope. I'm not king either. There is only one king. For he himself, Ephesians chapter 2, for he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier and the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law and its commandments. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both them to God through the cross by which He put to death their hostility. He's talking about Jews and Gentiles who were so divided. Jesus died to get rid of that wall. Jesus died to get rid of the walls that we have put up. He wants them to be done with. And he's the boss. And so, and so, if he decided to make, you know, this Belgian here, if he decided to make this Belgian the way he made this Belgian, who am I to say that's wrong? I love you, Chris. You know? So his skin is so white that, like, if he stands in the sun, he'll get a sunburn. (laughs) But, I mean, we do this. And not just on skin color. Personalities. Lifestyles. We're judging lifestyles all the time. You know what the Bible, I'll, I'll tell you what the Bible says. I like this verse. I'm going to read it. Romans chapter 14, 4 should just shut us all up. And me too. It says, Who are you to condemn someone else's servant? Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with God's help, they will stand and receive approval. In a few weeks to come, I I know I'm going to have to get to this idea of judging and what it means and how to deal with it. I know I'm going to get to it because, you know, you have no right to judge me. You know what? You judge me the minute I walked up on the stage. You judge, you're judging everything I do. I mean, whether you like it or not, that's what you do. Because you're looking at me and your brain does it. So it's not that simple and we'll talk about it later. But we, we've got, he's the boss. I answer to him. And I can tell you right now that when I die and I stand before God, I'm not even going to be thinking about my wife. I got one issue yeah God. me and you gonna talk yep and I'm not well I, I shouldn't say that. me and you are you are, me and you are not gonna talk you're gonna talk and, and that's about it I don't think I'm gonna talk so if if James decides to live a certain lifestyle I'm not saying it's, I I can't say, oh, I don't agree with that lifestyle, that's different. But I don't judge it. Let him, he's going to have to stand before God. He's got his own problems. God's the boss. Worry about what you got to do. Worry about what he wants you to do. Worry about how he wants you to live. I'll say one more thing on this and then I'll stop because we're really late. You know, There are times, and I'm not talking about sin, but we judge on so many other things that have nothing to do with sin. There are things that God has told me that have nothing to do with sin. He said, Donald, you can't do that. He's told me that. He said, Donald, you can't do that. Or, Donald, you must do this. And, like, I've had moments where I'm like, why, God? Everyone else can do it. How come you don't want me to do it? Because I told you so. I'm like, all right, God, I've got to follow what you said. I can't make other people do what you tell me to do. God, you're telling them to do something. And you're going to stand before God for those things. So why do you worry about what other people are doing? Now, there's more depth to that. I don't have time to cover it. I'll cover it later. I'm just going to close with this. I think I'm going to close with this sometimes. James chapter 13. Hey, guys, you can come out. I, I, worship team, are you awake? You guys asleep back there? Where are they? Come on, what are you doing? I, did I, didn't I signal to you or something? I'm just joking around, guys. Come on. Come on. No, I'm not joking. Come out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've got to read the last scripture verse, and it has to be spiritual. I have to put music in the background to make it sound spiritual. Okay. You'd be surprised, the thinking that people have. having too much fun. I'll read two scriptures. James, cha- uh, James uh, 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 Galatians chapter 3. So in Christ, you are all God's uh, children through faith. For all of you were baptized into Christ, have, been clo- have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew, nor Gentile, nor slave, nor free, nor is there male and female. For you are all one in Christ, If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. It's that simple. And and, and that first verse I read about viewing people from a godly point of view, this is the view. This is what he means. This is the way God wants us to look at each other. And then finally, John chapter 13. A new commandment I give Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. You know, I don't know about you, but man, the way God has loved me in all my stupidity, in all my sin, in all my error, in all my stupidness, excuse the expression, And he continues to love me. This is what he's saying. In the way that I have loved you, love others. And I might add this. Jesus said, this is the kind of love you are to have. That you lay down your life for your friend. Jesus even laid down his life for his enemy. So that's how far we're supposed to go. This is what God wants us to do. This is why, and we'll talk uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks about how diversity is so beautiful and so beneficial. Let's start looking at each other the way God looks at us, yeah? Let's pray. Thank you that you love us, God, in a way that is so amazing. So amazing, Lord. Lord, help us to keep our eyes on you. And Lord, if we're looking at someone else, help us to see them like you see them. Help us to love them like you love them. Help us to understand them like you understand them, Lord. Help us to find the beauty in all the differences that you made, God, because you didn't make everything the same. We pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. So, be Cantaré, cantaré, como un hijo de Dios. Viviré, viviré, porque tú vives en mí.